The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Daily Witness Podcast. I am your host, Trevor Van Vieren. And joining me in the studio tonight is my co-host and wife, Megan Van Vieren. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure now because you've been introducing me. I got to introduce myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, we are on the series God is Real. And know? this is day three. Day three. And um, I'm actually really enjoying this topic, eh? Yes, because we get to tell people God is real and mm. he's not a myth. He's yeah. not a fairy tale. And he's also not uh, Ariel's dad in. Yeah. Um, what's that thing called again? Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yes. Because yes, I yes, think yes, a yes, lot yes. of people think that's who God is this king thing under the water with the long gray hair and the fork in his hand. And that just... is a cool fork, though. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not him. No. So let's get into a word of prayer. Uh, Dad, we're about to pray to you, and yes. you already know what we're going to ask. So <laughs> sometimes I think to myself, um, I know it's not pointless, but I want to kind of say it's pointless, but it's not pointless because that's how you release faith. And I know that, but I just think it's so cool that you know everything even before we ask. So that was just between you and me. Anyway. <laughs> um Dad, we know that you are going to have your way again in this episode. And, um, you know, sometimes I just know how real you are. I can just mm. reach out and practically touch you. And that's not what it's about. But to me, like, that is how, that's how real you are. Like, I'm I'm fully persuaded, eh? I'm fully persuaded. I'm all in. Yeah. So, and then, Dad, like one thing I know about you, you've got things to say and you can use Megan's mic yes, or my use mic me. and just do what you do best and just Thank describe you, yourself yes. and tell us about yourself. Um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like an interview. It's, it's crazy. Anyway, um, Dad, have fun. Just have fun with your kids. Just talk away. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, this is your turn to talk. <laughs> Usually I do all the talking to him, you know. So he says, no, no, now it's my turn to talk. <laughs> all right, yes, Dad. Lord. So uh, um, thank you, Dad, for never, ever having a heart to sit on the fence with us and always just being so eager. You're like, can I talk? <laughs> okay. Uh, I just like praying to you, man. Okay. <laughs> In Jesus' name, amen. So. Okay. Yeah. So I just want everyone to know this is what life is like with Trevor. Yeah. It's it's a constant conversation between him and our dad. Yeah. And that is how they talk to each other all the time. He's just he's just too cool, man. You can't you can't <laughs> leave this one alone. I mean, I just I'm so happy I get to spend eternity with him. So um yeah, we left off and um in this episode 
I kind of really want to focus on people living on the outside. Yes. Versus people living on the inside. And then the people living on the outside of the bubble, looking at the people living on the inside of the bubble, they think, man, you're crazy. You know, what are what what trip are you on? You know, mm. you're making this stuff up. It's a it's a religious crutch. And then the people on the inside feel so sorry for the people on the outside. That's exactly yeah. that's exactly it. And we're like, wow. Like you are missing out on so much. You know what picture I have? Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in a house somewhere in America. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's snowing outside. Mm-hmm. There's this warm, uh, it's warm inside with a smell of eggnog. There's someone playing the piano. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Christmas lights. You can smell the food cooking. And then you have this person outside peeping through the window going, Oh, that doesn't look that great. Yeah. You know, oh, whatever. Is that you know, even real? They're putting on, you yeah. know. And we're the ones inside that house, yeah. sipping at that eggnog, uh, getting ready for a feast. And our dad is about to tell us a Christmas story. There are way too many of us coming from different generations coming from different times i'm talking about you know love i'm referring to back in the early 1900s 1800s 1700s 1600s way too many of us with way too many testimonies Mm. telling the people on the outside hey this is real there's just way too many of us for you to sit there and think that your little doubt is actually valid against literally hundreds of billions of people. Mm. And doubt at the end is just fear. Yeah. It's just fear. That's all it is. Now, I want to talk about, oh, I want to flip back over to Hebrews. And I just, I want to read from chapter 6. Um, chapter 6 is very, very, very rich. Um, and no, man, chapter six, chapter 11. Thank you, Jesus. You know, Lord, I'm so glad that you're here because I would have been looking through chapter six and wondering, where's that verse? (laughs) And then you said to me, no, it's chapter 11. I'll just appreciate it. That's why we pray before we go to the podcast. I can see God (laughs) winking at me and pointing his finger, you know, and clicking and saying, that's right, boy. Okay. So he thinks God's a cowboy. So um, I want to read verse 16, Hebrews chapter 11. Wink, wink to Jesus for helping me with that because I would have still been looking in Hebrews chapter 6. Can I just say something before you read that? Yes. I just feel like a lot of people think that we mock God when we are like this. And I just want you to know that God is very real to us and he is... He's, it's just he's not just a spirit to us. No. He's a person to us. And we've got an intimate relationship with him. And this is what he wants. He doesn't want yeah. you to treat him like some sovereign God, yeah. you know, um, so high and mighty that you can't reach him. Yes. He wants to be in your house with you. Yeah. He wants to. Okay. He, he, he wants a real. Let yeah. me say it like that. He wants a real. He just wants to be part of your life, yeah, like, you, he, like like we, Trevor and I, are part yeah. of each other's lives. He he don't want you to fake it with him. Mm. You know, you're praying in King James, Elizabethan, but you're swearing at your spouse. Yes, like it's kind of hypocritical. 
You've got to also, treat... Yeah. Also don't testify of that. <laughs> yes. But um, like treat God like he is a guest in your house. Like he's... No, like he's one of your family members. Yeah, dad is a type of person. Let me tell you something. You, you when, when he says draw near to me, he's not talking about you being religious no. and you quoting um, a hymn. And you, you're getting all super spiritual in him. You don't want that fake stuff. Mm. He wants you to know him like this. He'll come into your house. He'll kick off his shoes and sit back and give a nice big sigh, a relaxing sigh. And he's got a smile on his face. And, you know, it's dad, man. He's home. He wants you to be that relaxed and comfortable with him. Yes. Now, I want to actually read from verse 14. So I want to say this from Hebrews chapter 11 and i want you to get the mindset of these people okay and i want you to just as i'm reading these scriptures really take it in and 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 think about this because i'm about to talk to you about people who are so steadfast and they've got such a strong faith in him it doesn't mean you know i've read comments on youtube um where there are people that actually mock Christians and say, you know, they just follow any old thing. And I mean, they really satanic comments. Mm. But, you know, the sad thing is you, you're sitting out there as a keyboard warrior and in your, <laughs> in your great pride on your satanic throne. And I'm, I'm just saying it straight. I'm not mm. being nasty. I, that's what it really is. You're sitting there on your great throne, um, probably your mama's chair, and you, you're sitting mocking people that you've never, ever met in your life. And you think in your high and mightiness, you know everything there is to know. But you don't know what they've been through. Exactly. You don't know the personal relationship they have had. And if you were a little fly on the wall and you had to see the very face of God. And I like to see it like this, man. As they're praying, they're really connecting in the spirit. And daddy's nose is nudging their nose. <laughs> and Eskimo it's just, kisses. Yeah. And you see how their prayers get answered. You'll quickly delete, delete, delete. Yeah. Because you'll feel like such a fool. Because that's reality. Mm. That's happening every single day. And I just want to, and I, I want to read about these kind of people. People who've went before, like I've said in the first episode, though he may slay me. You know, I don't care if I get nothing out of this deal type of thing. It's not about that. Mm. It's about that I was once lost and, and now, now I'm, I'm found. found. Thank God, I know what it feels like to be found. You know, he's real. And thank you for including me in your family. Mm, you know, yes, thank God. you for making me a son. I'm not in it to try and get anything out of you. Now, he has blessed me. And yes. I've seen wonderful things and I've, he's helped me mature and he's helped me become wiser than what I was before. There's things that I understand now that I've never understood before. Mm. There's things that I know why I have to do this and I understand that. And, and that's all by his grace. And he, he loves to teach me because he, he knows when he, it's like, you know, you just get this like bolt of 
um, supernatural lightning that just lights up your spirit and you feel like you can travel right through the Milky Way and come back and <laughs> feel like you've never left. Um, he's just got that way, you know, that how he affects people because he's so rich with life. Mm. You cannot be around someone that is that rich in life and not get excited about of it. Course. And, you know, there's times where I just shout like, you know, because yes. Yes. Uh, he does that, you know. Um, he's not boring. He doesn't have no. one foot in the no, coffin. No, he's not boring at all. In fact, you get around him, you might as well throw the coffin away. <laughs> he's just full. You with life itself. Yeah. He, he's the very source of life. Mm. Eternal life. Zoe life. So these are people who have met him. These are people who know he exists. These are people, their, this was their whole life. This is how they were raised. And you're talking about the Western world who thinks they're so lofty and we don't believe in God and blah, blah, blah. They, these guys knew that he was there every time they walked past the, the temple. I mean, I can just imagine if it was me. I know me. I know me. If I was raised up in that little village... And I come walking past this temple all the time. I tell you what, there's going to be times I'm just going to stand there and look at it. I, that is what I would do. And I'm not the only one. I know mm. there's hundreds and hundreds. I bet you there were Jews. It's just not recorded. But I bet you there were so many that just stood there and looked at the temple, wondering what does he look like? Mm. He's just behind that wall. We are literally meters away from each other. This is so amazing. I wonder what he looks like. And if you had to look at me, I was just melting, you know, and just kind of fall. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I know yes. I would do that. He was and real to them. Yeah, he is. They knew that, and they didn't struggle to believe that at all. They, because they, like I said, not only did they know he was real, it, it was, it, it was just everyday life. There was mm. things that he did very, very supernatural. And it was just a way of life for them. So I want to read verse 14. I'm just talking about the these um, Israelites. And it's talking about people specifically who live by faith. And it says, For they, verse 14, Hebrews 11, For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country that is a heavenly. Therefore, God is not wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. For the light's just shining on this end. For He has prepared for them a city. They know, in other words, um, they they just, you know, they just sojourners. They just passing through the land. Mm -hmm. They're not bothered. They know there's a heavenly country, and they just steadfast. And man, you couldn't talk them out of it. Mm. In fact, you you get you get around them long enough, and you hear them talk, you'll become convinced yourself, because they're talking. They they saying we're just passing through. This is not our home. This, there's, there's a heavenly home for us mm. and where we'll be, we'll be able to see his throne in the center of the city. We know he's in there. you know. So there are Christians, and I just want to say this. I'm one of these guys. 
And Megan, yes. you are definitely one. Of, I mean, I've just seen you steadfast for years. Not once have I seen your faith swayed. Not mm. once. You have got to make that decision that you are in this to know him. Mm. It has to be about him. And if he, he says, draw near to me, I will draw near to you. Mm. You know, when you have that real relationship with him, he, 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 benef- he manifests himself mm. to you. You know, you don't have to ask him to do it. He said he will do it. Can I give you an example of that? Because yes. I just, I was just thought of this now. You know, the the scripture you just gave now where it says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. Mm-hmm. So that is a, a prime example of that is when I got saved. I did not know that scripture. So I didn't know to do that. But... Yeah. God had obviously put that in me because I was caught up in a really dark place um, with social phobia and anxiety and depression for a very long time. And I was exhausted. I was trying to fight it on my own and I just couldn't do it anymore. And I cried out to God and I just said, God, help me. I can't do this anymore. And I didn't even know that he heard me. And it wasn't even, I don't even think it was two days. And he sent you. And he just ministered love to me for the next couple of months. Because what happened? I drew near to him. You drew near to him, yeah. And he drew near to me. That's beautiful. And, And it's almost like I sowed a seed. And I got a fat harvest back yeah. because I I just drew near to him, but I got a whole lot back when he drew near to me. Yeah. And wow, like that changed my life. You know, um, yeah, you know, people are not convinced that he mm. is waiting to answer your prayers. Yes. You know, like what you're saying now is absolutely true, and. That's what he's known for. Mm. You know, he does this all the time and he does it to each and every one of us. And he will go out of his way to make you feel like you are so special to mm. him. Yes, he does. He really does that. And I, I mean, I never forget the time where I said to him, man, my life is a mess. I just went up. I, I tried to find the highest place in the city, you know, when I couldn't get in there. So I chose a building and I got on top of the roof of this building. It wasn't, you know, like a frame where you could actually slip off. It was like a, you could actually walk around on there. And I got on top of this building and it was at night. And I just, I just got real with him. And I said to him, you know, my life is in a mess. And I said, I need you to help me. And I said, I know that you, you are out there. No, I said to him, you know, my aunt, she's in the ministry. And she always says, you know, you must act like your prayers answered. So I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that because that's the that's the only little bit of scriptural, biblical um kind of direction. Yeah, that I've got that I could work with. Because uh, I figured, you know, she knows him. 
at least. I know nothing, so I'm just going to hang on that. <laughs> and I, I said, so I just, I said, well, I never forget. I stood up. I took both my hands and I kind of just, you know, like you threw, you throw a ball mm. and I just kind of threw my hands forward and I said, oh, well, the ball's in your court. And that's what I said. And I turned around and I, I went downstairs and it was just a few days. And I hadn't seen my buddy in years. And I was sitting in St. George's Park. And yeah, he comes walking down the street and I was like, this cannot be. And he comes walking down and I shout out and I say to him, because I could see by this time he's looking at me, I'm looking at him. It was There was a, a cricket match there that day, I think an international one as well. And there were just literally thousands of people leaving, but all of them just disappeared out of my sight. I saw him and I was like... I haven't seen this guy in years. And I shouted out to him. I said, Shane? And he looked at me and he said, Trev, is that you? And then we just, we ran to each other, you know, like out in the fields. But it, <laughs> and, and Everyone's you know, picturing that yeah, now. You know, and I just threw my arms around him. He threw his up because we were really good friends. And I never forget his very first words. And that there's my prayer was answered. He stood back and he said, I'm serving Jesus now. You drew near to God I and drew God near yeah. drew near to you. And that's, the first, that's how he introduced himself to me. Yes. Sent one of his sons immediately to preach the gospel to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to read John chapter 14 and verse 21. It says, he that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. He that loves me shall be loved of my father. I will love him. I will manifest myself to him. Well, yeah. And that's the part that a lot of a lot of Christians have never ever experienced. Mm. But Jesus says, I will manifest myself to him. He says, draw near to me. I will draw near to you. It's not a it's not an ideology. Mm. It's not some guessing game. It's you will literally experience the very presence of God that the Jews experienced back in those days. He's still that same person. Mm. He has not changed. The only thing now is he's not um, cooped up in a tent anymore. Yes, he's free now. Because of Jesus Christ. Mm. He gets to be here with us. And now he just wants to, he, I mean, he just wants to be with us all the time. Mm. And he will manifest himself. Of course. And of that's course. the part that the people don't understand. They think it's a practically um, immoral. It's um, it, it's blasphemy if you if you talk like that. Um, but this is him, and I'm saying to you, it's blasphemous if you don't experience it. Yes, it's a sad thing if you don't experience yes, it. Yes, you're losing out because you're not giving him an opportunity to be a father to you. Yeah, and. You know, it's like a father or just a parent. I don't have to always use the father, but a parent and their child, you know, um, both want to feel love from the other. And when we are not acknowledging God as our father, we are robbing him of being a father to us, of of his love he wants to lavish on us. Um, 
we need to we need to draw near to him so he can draw near to us. Yeah, if you don't draw near to him, you're never going to experience mm. Jesus manifesting himself to you because that's how it works. And you know like a lot of people will say why doesn't God draw near to us first? Yeah. And they f- they don't know God is a gentleman. Yeah. He will never, ever, ever force himself on anyone. It'll always be your choice. That's what yeah. free will is about. Yeah. He will leave it up to you for because he wants you to willingly come to him. He doesn't want you to be coerced into it. Yeah. He wants you to willingly come to him and ask him for help. And he will never withhold himself from you. And, you know, when you draw near to him and he actually draws near to you, and yeah, like in verse 21, it says, it's it's about love. I mean, what, what was I doing there, standing in front of the window mm. and saying, you know, even if you kill me, I'll still believe in you. I'll still love you. That's love. Yes. Everything is just based on love. I said, like, you know, um, when I said, you know, even if I, I got this picture, you could be walking up and down the throne room. I'll just be dragging on your coattails, mm. you know. Um just to be near you. That's love because I loved him. And it was then that he drew near to me. Mm. It was then that he manifested himself to me. And I started seeing manifestations of him. Mm. And, that's, and those are the things that mark your life forever. Yes. And those are the things that, that's how the Jews... Um, if I bumped this, I apologize. Um, that's how the Jews knew that he was inside of that tabernacle. It's those moments, that moment by moment, this prayer gets answered, that prayer gets answered, this question gets answered, and they were never answered before. Mm, because yes. you, you know. I've experienced that. You've drawn near to him now and now jesus has manifested himself to you and those it it, it really makes a mark in your life yes you can't go back to your old way at all no it was the same as me like when i got born again it's almost like i I look back at my old self and i was like i don't even who who's that because i i felt like a completely different person god had completely transformed me and all it took was me drawing near to him yeah. and he washed over me like a tidal wave of love and I was never the same again. You know, it's like when he came and manifested himself to me and I started seeing manifestation after manifestation, Conver- not that I needed it. No. I didn't need it. I re- but I it's made his a- nature. Yeah, it's just he wants to do it. Exactly. And he just proves his existence. Now the atheist wants to sit outside there. He wants to sit on the on the side on the side bench and do nothing and say, uh, "Prove to me that God exists." How am I going to prove to you that God exists? That's when you say, "Prove to me He doesn't." Yeah, but <laughs> but you know you know what I'm saying. Yes. How am I going to prove to you? This personal intimacy, because we're talking about intimacy that you don't want nothing of, mm. but yet you want me, you 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 want to, um, you want to see the fruits of it first yes. 
It doesn't work like that. Yes. It's like the when I think about God, I think about the one day that I was sitting at my desk because uh, I worked from home and I had been reading um, some word and I was going through a little bit of turmoil. Um, I was trying to sort out some stuff mentally and uh, work related and get my, my stuff sorted out. And I remember I was very conflicted, not about him, but I was very conflicted about what to do next. Mm. And I remember I I had the word in front of me. I, I literally pushed my work aside. I was not going to do any work. I wanted to just focus on the word. And usually I had worship music playing in the in the house. And on this specific day, I just didn't. And I remember I heard a voice loud, not inside me. A loud voice in my house had said, be still and know that I'm God. Mm, That was a manifestation of Jesus. And I tell you, I got up and I looked for someone in my house. That's how real it was. And we are out of time in this episode. Goodness me. Thank you for listening. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast and you like what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to start a gospel newspaper. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow on our website www.thedailywitness.co.za There you'll find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you're inside of South Africa, use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from the Google Play Store or iTunes. If you're outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. If you have enjoyed today's Daily Witness podcast, feel free to let us know by either using our Facebook profile, Trevor Van Peeren Ministries, or by email to newsdesk at thedailywitness.co.za. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.